0: The title of my brief message tonight is Growth is a Choice. Growth is a Choice. Amen. Uh, As I was uh, just praying this morning and preparing this message early in the morning, I I wrote this uh, statement and I, I say that development in any area takes a surrendered heart. That means Willingness and sacrifice are highly involved in order to achieve that which you desire. If you want to desire something, the, the starting gear is I'm willing. And the uh, uh, partner of willingness is I will sacrifice. <laughs> you know, sometimes we could be in a generation that thinks, thinks everything comes on a silver platter. I think if you read the old story books, they will always talk about how in the king, uh, uh, the palace, everything is silver, it's gold, the cutlery, the crockery, the everything. And so it was like, kind of like they live uh, uh, in a life of everything is served in uh, a silver platter. The kingdom of God is, uh, requires our partnership. And and therefore, whatever you want to achieve, there must be a desire. And that desire will call willingness and sacrifice. And why do I say that? That's how you have levels of professionalism in any field. Whichever field you look at, whichever field you look at, there are levels in that field of professionalism. Okay? Okay. So if, you are, if you're talking about preachers, there are levels of preachers. And the anointing, the revelation, the gifts, isn't it? There are levels. If you talk about teachers, there are levels of teachers. There are levels of sportsmen. There is, people can kick a ball and some people can do football. And some people can uh, uh, prosper through football. You understand? There are levels. I have excellent boys here. I don't know why somebody has not scouted them and put them in, you know, one of the professional clubs. They do bo- ball. My boys here do ball. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, they, they are good footballers. However, they are at that level. Okay? <laughs> there is another level that maybe one of them will read. There are cooks. In the field of cooking, in the kitchen, there are cooks. You give them the same ingredients and the outcome is different. It matters who is making that meal. You understand? If you really want to eat the real Murenda, visit Mrs. Dr. Kabaji. I've eaten several. If you really want to eat, the real, the real deal. And you're like, for real? This is it? That's the place to be. Well, at least I've I've eaten there many times, so I can testify you're good in cooking. But you're not only good in cooking, okay? That was just an example. And this is the thing. Do you know even addicts, drug addicts, alcohol, alcohol addicts, sex addicts, all those addicts, they grew into that vice. They didn't just arrive there. Nobody shifts, today I'm here, tomorrow I'm the best. (laughs) That's an illusion. That's what we used to say, if wishes were horses, beggars would ride. But that's not the reality of life. There is involvement, okay? So they didn't just arrive there. They applied themselves into the vice and it captured them instead of them mastering it. The opposite now of a proper career is that somebody applied themselves and they mastered it. That's how you have Professor Judy. Okay? So she started from somewhere. I don't know. I, we've never sat with Professor to, to understand how the, 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 her path has been, but I know she probably started somewhere, maybe a teacher or in her nutrition level, then she went to lecture, then she went to the next level, and now she's a professor, isn't it? The same. You want to talk real Kiswahili? You know where to visit Dr. Kabaji? She will do things that nobody can do. That, I, I'm, I'm emphasizing this to, to uh, say that in every field, there's a growth Process; it does not just happen. So, can we go to Colossians two seven? Because I said my title is "Growth is a Choice." Colossians two 7, seven, Amplified Classic. Colossians two, verse seven says. I'm sure you have the gadgets. They are working on that. It says, have the roots of your being firmly and deeply planted in him, fixed and founded in him, being continually built up in him, becoming increasingly more confirmed and established in the faith, just as you were taught and abounding and overflowing in it with thanksgiving. Very weighty words that we see there. And we also see a, 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 a progress there. Have. Have the roots. That, is, that involves you. It, it's not just become. Have the roots of your being firmly and deeply planted. I looked at the word firmly and it talks about securely fixed. We are talking about faith. Let your faith be securely fixed. Not subject to change. Something that is firmly established does not change. Not subject to change. Not easily moved. That means you're resisting the pressure to quit your faith. Because there is enough pressure. Whichever way you turn, (laughs) whichever angle you face, there is pressure to quit your faith. So the word there says, be securely uh, fixed. The word deeply uh, 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 is extending far from the surface area. Extend far from the surface area. Last week I said we all start somewhere. But where we start is not where we should stay. So extend the roots of your faith deep. And that reminds me of Colossians 3:2. That says, set your mind on things above and not on the things that you can touch, feel. Taste the natural things because when you when you set your things on the things of the spirit, what happens is that your roots are going deeper below the surface, away from the surface that is natural. Okay. So the word established talks about growing and flourishing successfully. Oh, let's go back. Oh, this. All right. Yeah. There. Established in faith, growing and flourishing. So a faith that is growing must be flourishing. A faith that is not flourishing might not be growing. It's actually not growing. Because anything that grows, there is evidence uh, of a change. Okay? And if you look at that uh, scripture in the Passion Translation let's look at it from the Passion Translation Colossians 2.7 it says your spiritual roots go deeply into his life as you are continually that's the word I'm looking for continually infused with strength and courage in every way for you are established in the faith you have absorbed And enriched by your devotion to him. So I saw that word absorbed there. And when I checked it, the the definition is having your attention wholly engaged and occupied. For you to be absorbed in him, your attention in the things of the spirit must be wholly engaged. Or wholly occupied. That means you're giving it your all. You are not superficial about your faith. Okay? That's what it means. To be wholly absorbed, it means that I'm not superficial or I'm not intentionally superficial about my faith. I may not have arrived where I ought to be, but I am not where I started and neither am I stagnant. I am engaged. I'm, I'm on, an, on an engaged gear to move forward to where I want to be. Spiritual development requires you to, to occupy a large space in the spiritual realm. If you want to develop spiritually, you must occupy a large space in the spiritual realm. That means there is a lot to be done. There is a lot to of willingness and a lot to sacrifice. How do you occupy uh, uh, what you want? You have to let go of a lot others so that you can reach and create capacity to gain what you're aiming at. So we have to develop uh, spiritual habits that fit the season or the level that we are in. We are talking about occupying so that we can grow. So we develop spiritual habits that fit the season or the level where we are in. Anybody who grows in their field of expertise must be doing something to help make that shift. If you professor to get where you got, (laughs) I'm sure there was a lot that you did. If not so, people would wake up in the morning and say, I'm choosing the title professor. and and appearing and say, I want to be professor, isn't it? There is a lot that is involved in that title, isn't it? I mean, just a simple uh, example. Uh, In kindergarten, you see at the children's home, I have uh, 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 children across board. I have children from age three all the way. So I have every class that you can talk about. When you talk about a school, I have it there. (laughs) I have every class. If you come there during homework time, you're like, (laughs) who knows what they are doing? I mean, they are all all mixed up there and and everybody at their level. But this is the thing. The kids that are in the kindergarten, especially those that are here, you hardly see them within homework. They are in school, but they, you haven't seen them in a, within any homework. When I get there, like the last couple of days, the, the homework they show me is a madhouse. Is there a madhouse there? Have you seen that madhouse? See, they haven't, so see, and it's there. <laughs> them, they are engaged in another level. Then their, their, their homework is a madhouse. Okay. From the madhouse, a seek and hide. So they are busy seeking and hiding. That's the growth and development they are in, which is good at their level. And then you shift to some of these that are in primary school, and the game changes. Because now there is serious homework. I was asking them the other day so, how much homework? Because I was looking to find them a tutor, and I was asking, how much homework do you have? And they were saying, I have 23 pages of mathematics, I have 30 pages of, I don't, all these lessons, there is so much that they are engaging to an extent that you think, my goodness, they have no life, these children. Why? Because there is serious growth now that is involved at that level. Okay? But by the time now you get to the doctor and the professor level, the demand on you is enormous. At that level, if you have a teacher, it's only an examiner, correct me if I'm wrong, and they don't care what you do, all they want is this, this is and the reports, isn't it? So who is training you? You. It's your initiative. Okay? You have to take the initiative at each level where you are at spiritually to grow and develop your faith then if you check that growth, uh, pattern of growth, you can see your responsibility keeps increasing. But then the fruits keep increasing as well. So if you're talking about we are increasing, we are expanding, uh, and uh, we are uh, prospering, then there has to be a corresponding growth process that we are deliberate about. Because at each level, you have to break through by doing what is expected and required of you. So the question I'll ask the, uh, then is that if in, uh, uh, just in the natural realm, anybody who wants to progress in their career has to do something. you in music, isn't it? You weren't born playing this thing the way you played. And even today. I, I hear there is a, a lot of progress you keep making. Then the question I ask is how come in Christianity some people think that it's okay to stay in kindergarten level and make no development goals about their life, their Christian life? How? How can it be that you want to be a conqueror? but you are not making any development or or, uh, goals in your Christian life, specifically in your Christian life. So what Paul was telling the brethren here in uh, Corinthians is he was telling the church here that the responsibility to grow is theirs. We have a helper. He's called the Holy Spirit. And last week I said that God is already ahead of us. But the responsibility to follow the footsteps that he has laid is ours. If I do not make the footsteps, then even though the Holy Spirit is my helper and he is equipped with all I need, I can stay there. Because I have to collaborate with the Holy Spirit. So that's, uh, but that's why we have the Holy Spirit to help us. I, I hardly listen to Brother Kenneth Higgins, but sometimes when, once in a while I'll, I'll listen to something. And, uh, and uh, I heard him say that growth takes obedience and believers should instantly obey the voice of the Spirit. Growth your growth process will take your obedience. That's the statement he said. So I think I'm, I'm right to say, prompt obedience is so important to the development of your faith life. Prompt obedience. One of Pastor Carla's uh, teachings that she, or, uh, that she keeps reminding the children at the home about obedience I don't know who those who are here ca- ca- can remember, but, but, but one, of, one of the teachings that she always reminds them is: "Obey quickly and quietly." That's our motto. Do you remember that, guys? Yeah? How do we obey? Quickly and quietly. <laughs> yeah, we, are not, we, we don't reason about obedience. Obedience is quickly and quietly. So that means it's prompt and with a good attitude, okay? So how quick you obey determines how quick you rise to the next level. So who is carrying your promotion? Yeah, it's your obedience. Your, obe- your, 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 your rising to the next level is tagged to your obedience. And how quick you obey determines how uh, quick you rise to the next level. And 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 I'll repeat this again: nobody enjoys working with anybody who is not cooperative, including God. I don't think God will say, I am not human, I like working with uh difficult people. No. So prompt obedience to God is very critical. You understand? <laughs> Delay in obedience can steal your blessings. That's why obedience eh, Prompt obedience is very key to your growth. Mm -hmm. Delayed obedience can steal your blessing. It can make you miss out on a major shift. There are levels. uh, 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 We speak about we are being uh, taken from glory to glory. That means from level to level. So there are shifts that we keep making. And those shifts will depend on how quickly are we obeying what we are hearing, the Holy Spirit. So if you're not doing uh, 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 or uh, agreeing with God and uh, doing the prompt obedience, then you might miss out on a major shift because you know there are seasons that come. And you might miss out on a major shift. I can't tell you how many people have missed out on their husbands and some on their wives. Yeah, I know some. <laughs> and some people say, oh my goodness, when he approached me, no, 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 but now, too late. He's gone. All right? So, prompt obedience, what part in your life? Okay? Some people will miss on good jobs. Why? Because they are not promptly obeying the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you, there is no way we will. Progress if we are not key to hear the Holy Spirit and willing to sacrifice whatever it takes to agree with him and act on the word that he has given us. And I think someone here might ask, what if I'm not sure I've had God in a matter? What if I'm not sure I've had God in a matter, so am I in in disobedience? Let's go to Colossians 1.10. Colossians 1.10 says, we pray that you, uh, let me go to the Amplified, Please. Okay, for sake of time, we'll start there, but you can go back and read from where it begins. It says that "That we may walk, live, and conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to Him and desiring to please Him in all things, bearing fruit in every good work, and steadily growing and increasing in and by the knowledge of God, with fuller deeper and clearer insight, acquaintance, and recognition. A lot of words there, but basically, if I can compress it, uh, compress it I can say that we should be pleasing God, even if we don't have a Rema word from God, then we ought to determine to be pleasing God, to be bearing fruit, to be steadily growing and increasing in knowledge, because that's a component of a major development of your life. Okay? So if you ha- even, even if you haven't had God per se, just purpose to keep doing good. Purpose to be doing good. Purpose to do the word of God. Purpose to get involved in what you're supposed to be involved in. And reject thoughts about withdrawing or reducing your good acts. I can't tell you the number of Christians that never achieved their destiny because they reached a point and they were like, this thing is not working. This thing works all the time. It's tested. It works all the time. So then what you need to do is that keep doing what you know is good. God is pleased when you up your standard. You don't need to wait for him to tell him keep doing good or do good or be kind or serve in the house of the Lord or reading the Bible is important or, uh, of increasing your prayer time is necessary. Those are good, good deeds that will develop your faith. Okay? So God is pleased when you up your standard at the level you are because he calls that faith. Faith takes action. So even if you haven't had him, keep doing what you know is good. Okay? You can initiate your own develop, development or promotion to the next level by doing good things. Because, good. I mean, even, if, even in your work area, the people that get promoted are the people who are cooperative. They are willing. They always come earlier. They always leave later. If they are told to work on a weekend, they are are working. So when it's time for a promotion, who is called? The guy who is ever absent? No. So even good acts is still a part of your development. Let's go to Ephesians uh, 4. I want to read it in the NLT, if you have it. New Living Translation. Ephesians 4, let's read from 13 to 15. Mm-hmm. Again, for sake of time, we won't go to all that is before because you can tell we are starting in the middle somewhere. But then this is what it says, Ephesians four thirteen says, Until we come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature and full grown in the Lord, measuring up to the full stature of Christ. Then... We will no longer be like children, forever changing our minds. Okay? Spiritual development takes a decision. (laughs) You know, you can't be hoping here, there, wherever. We can't grow if we are forever changing our minds about what we believe. Because someone has told us something different or because someone has cleverly lied to us and made the lies sound like truth. If you're not firmly established in your belief, you'll become uh, a good meat for conmen, And uh, all these are the doctrines of liars and people who want to build their own kingdom. Let's move on to verse 15. Instead, we will hold to the truth in love Becoming more and more in every way like Christ, who is the head of his body, the church. So, in a nutshell, I think what this scripture is telling us is that we ought to grow in every way. Grow in every way. Don't pick and choose the areas that you want to grow in, because it's easy. In, in in the natural career, It's easier just to say this is my career path, so I won't bother to be a doctor. I'm purposeful, I want to be a marketer. And that's okay, because you can't be a master of everything, okay? But in the spiritual realm, that's why I say that we need to occupy a big space in the spiritual realm, because faith has many components. Faith is not just, I'm working on this one only. Faith has many components, so you can't just settle on growing one area. So grow in the word, grow in prayer, grow in giving, grow in serving, grow in operating in the gifts of the Spirit. Remember the Galatians talking to us about the fruits of the Spirit, kindness, love, long-suffering, forbearing, purpose to grow in those gifts. Because what you're doing is that you're holistically developing your uh, spiritual life. So every component needs growth to make your faith life strong. If you're weak in one area, it can pull down the strong areas. Okay? So why is, am I emphasizing on growth? Why the emphasis on growth? Somebody would ask because growth makes you usable growth is so critical because it makes you usable the kingdom when jesus was living in matthew 28 he gave the great commission to everybody it, it was to the believers it wasn't to the pastors it, it wasn't to the prophets it wasn't to the teachers it wasn't to it he gave it to the body So how does the body take the mandate? Through growth. Growth makes you usable. You can be valuable and you are valuable. Every Christian is valuable, but not every Christian is usable. But growth will make you usable. Because then when there is a need, you can fit in. You may not do your best, but at least you can cover the gap, isn't it? Remember last week I said, the enemy doesn't know everything. He's watching your movements to see gaps. So if the ministry has so many gaps and there's nobody else to fit in, you imagine what will happen. The enemy keeps popping in somewhere. But when your spiritual life is developing, then you're able to cover each other. The scripture talks about that we are joints that supply. It's It's not one person's work. It's every one of us taking their peace. And then we develop the body of Christ because the, we get knit together and our gifts get to unite and then the body becomes strengthened and growed, grows at accelerated rates. So growth makes you usable. That's why emph- we are emphasizing on your growth. And no, uh, uh, in, in, in several of those scriptures we have read, there it talks about your growing, your your uh, receiving the understanding of the word. No, knowledge protects you from deception. If you don't, if you're not growing spiritually, then you become you have a propensity to be lied to. Okay, so knowledge protects you from deception. Uh, Which verse, yeah, let's go back to that, that, that verse 15 in the Amplified Classic, Vivian. This is what the Amplified Classic says. Rather, let our lives lovingly express truth in all things, speaking truly, dealing truly, living truly, And folded in love, let us grow up in every way and in all things into Him who is the Head, even Christ the Messiah, the Anointed One. We grow in every way in all things. That's why I say that we need our life to holistically grow. Every component of our faith, we should be working at it to grow because we are supposed to grow in every way and we are supposed to grow in all things, into him. So practicing truth is the key ingredient for your spiritual growth then. Practicing truth in all things, speaking truly, dealing truly, living truly. If you apply yourself to the truth process, you will become an addict of truth. Remember, what you repeat, what you keep repeating. But Sir JB has taught us in the leadership forums, the repetition is the motor of learning. If you decide that I want to be a truthful person, So I'll be speaking truly. I will dealing in truth. Even if it it will cost you. I started by saying that the growth process will require you to be willing and to sacrifice. So if you have to sacrifice some things to walk in the truth, go ahead and do it. Because the end result is that your life is being transformed from this pattern of this world and you realize that, even what you sacrifice is rewarded in a, a, a very great measure because you, have, you keep passing the test about truth. Okay? So you become a truth addict. You apply yourself to the word of God. You apply yourself to speaking the truth. You apply yourself to the life of holiness until it becomes normal for you. To speak truth is just normal for you. It's it amazes me the amount, the amount of lies that Christians speak. <laughs> and I know, I know we are growing, but really you have to be determined. It, you have to be determined because the scripture, the Bible says that God is looking for those who worship him in truth and in spirit. So truth is the foundation of our Christian life. Okay. Uh, The thing about this growth uh, uh, and and why I'm I'm emphasizing on spiritual growth is because in the long run, our aim is to be strong in the Lord, to become strong soldiers, to be people that can withstand whatever offense that the enemy sends to us. So that means we can... Confidently uh, claim Ephesians 6 10. Is it that, uh, yeah, that says, I'm strong in the Lord and in the power of His might? And as I was thinking about it, I thought it's not just by coincidence that the book of Ephesians is, if you read it through and through, it's talking about a lifestyle that we should uh, lead. And as we lead this this lifestyle of truth, then what the The effect of faith is that we become strong. So being strong in the Lord is not just a cliche. It's not a motto. You know how, what's your motto? I'm strong in the Lord and in the power of his mind. That's better than saying you're defeated. However, it it won't just happen. There has to be a process that keeps strengthening your life. That keeps strengthening your thoughts, that keeps transforming your thoughts, that keeps letting you shift progressively. Isn't it? Until now, you're becoming strong. There's a scripture I like very much confessing over myself uh, 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 Psalms 92 that talks about in old age, they will still be fresh and green. So every time I'm getting ready, I'm like, in old age, when I see lines here, and white hairs I say, in old age, they will still be fresh and green. And then the other day, the Lord reminded me, they will still be fresh and green, growing in grace. Growing in grace. It's not just the years. You know, because we can say, I won't bother with anything, I'll wait to be old. And then I'll take Psalms 92 as my scripture. In order there will still be friends. No, no, no. There is a process of growing in grace. Because as you live that lifestyle that the scripture is telling us about, that let our lives lovingly express truth in all things. And folded in love, let us grow in every way. So it's a process of growth. And the earlier... The earlier I formed the habits of walking in the truth of the word of God and developing my prayer life and developing time in reading the word and developing serving in the house of the Lord. It, it amazes me that some people pulled out of serving in the house of the Lord and I'm like, what became? Because the house, the kingdom is being built. The Bible is very clear that talks about that he, the kingdom of God has no end. The scripture says that of his kingdom there shall be no end. So how can we withdraw from serving in the house of the Lord while the scripture is telling us that the battle is intensifying? You understand? So we don't retrogress. So we keep a tight as we are keeping at it as my ears are increasing and advancing because i am growing in developing my spiritual life now even in old age i am already an addict of a life of strength isn't it because strength comes from the word of god as isaiah 40 that talks about he gives strength to the weak okay so in my old age, while, while I'm supposed to be weak, uh, growing weak, I'm actually growing strong. Why? Because I'm walking contrary to the pattern of the world. The world is saying as you grow old, you become weaker. And they start looking for a, an old people's home to take you. Not me. I ain't going to any old people's home. No, from here to heaven. <laughs> That's my confession, but I'm not just confessing, then I'm building the inner me because the inner me is what will carry the outer me because the outer me, the Paul, Paul said, the, this one may wither, but the stronger me, the real me, as they grow stronger, then it can be able to carry this uh, 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 outside shell, okay? So we grow in the knowledge of the word of God. And therefore, tonight, as we pray, I'd like us to pray, to to pray. Uh, how to put this? I want us to pray, believing God, to give us the tenacity uh, for uh, to to know uh, what. Areas that we may be missing or we are not laying emphasis on our spiritual growth. You understand? Because sometimes it's it's not even deliberately. Sometimes it's just like the chaos of the the, the things that we are having to deal with, the responsibilities and all that we are going through. It's our time and without knowing we may... Be stagnant or not progressing at the pace we ought to. Let me say that one because we are not stagnant. I know here we grow, okay? But there is always another level that we can engage in. So we want to pray tonight and uh, and 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 just ask God, in in because God is a miracle worker. So. Uh, our miracle, for us to uh, uh, apprehend our miracle, our action, God has already done it, but our action is required, okay? So if we dig the hole ourselves, then God feels it. So our prayer tonight, our spiritual prayers tonight, is like we are stirring up our spiritual desire, you understand? I, I, I don't know how to put it, but that's what I'm looking for. To, to start up a spiritual desire for the things of God, the, the, the truth of the word of God, the life of prayer, the life of, of, of forgiving, the life of uh, dedication and consecration. The scripture calls us a holy, a holy tabernacle, a people that are dedicated for, for the praise of his glory. So I want us to... Just believe God to stirs us up in our spirits to, to bring us to a, a level of hunger and thirst for the things of righteousness. Is that comprehensible? Yeah, so that we can, we can move, move through this year with, uh, with a knowledge that we are growing. We can see the growth. We can tell. You may not talk about it physically or it may not be seen uh, physically by others. But you yourself, you will know I'm shifting. I know I'm shifting. I can't explain it, but I know I'm shifting. There are levels of growth that I can see. And there are transformations that I can tell. I can see changes in my family. And I can see changes in my health, isn't it? Because God is always ready to work with us as long as we are ready to partner with him in our faith world. So tonight I'd like us to pray a bit in tongues. And then we can uh, wrap it up in understanding. So if you rise up with me, you rise up with me tonight, yeah? We pray. We pray. Ask God to just, 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 just release yourself. That's uh, Colossians 2 7. Have the roots of your being firmly and deeply planted. We are looking for that establishment. In the things of the spirit You understand you, you don't have the natural words to pray that But you have the help of the Holy Spirit To articulate it in the spiritual realm Just to shift things in the spiritual realm To, to help you uh, by start moving forward and Or accelerating the pace that you are at And uh, just believe in God For wonderful things to happen in this place In this year and in our hearts Okay, So we thank you Father We bless you we bless you tonight we bless you tonight oh god we bless you david prayed and say that as the deer thirst for the water his soul that's for you oh god we find ourselves in that place tonight that we're desiring the life of the spirit to be strengthened our spiritual lives to be strengthened oh god if we stand before here and say that we are okay then the scripture says that we will be lying because there is more of you that we need to know. There is deeper revelations that we haven't walked in, O oh God. There are areas of our health that we haven't received the answers that we are looking for. And there are levels of prosperity that we desire to walk in, O oh God. So tonight we dig deep, we dig deep in the things of the Spirit. We ask the Holy Spirit to help us to dig and to stir up, oh God. To stir us up a desire to walk in the depths of your revelation. Even tonight, oh God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let's just pray in the Spirit tonight and believe. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you tonight for utterances of faith that your people has poured out before you tonight. We made a faith action because our hearts desire to walk in tandem with what your Spirit is doing. And tonight, Lord, we release our desires to you, O oh God, that we desire nothing less than what you want us to walk in, O oh God. We ask for revelation of what you want each one of us to walk in and how you want us, O oh Lord God, to walk in the life of the Spirit. Thank you for reminding us, O oh God, that there is opportunity for us to grow as we become established in faith and we are firmly established in knowing that we made up our mind, O oh God that our lives are to please you in all that we do our lives are to please you in all that we engage in oh God we are conscious that we have a God who is our father and he has uh, Jesus has given us joint heirship with himself that we can walk in the dominion advancing the kingdom of God and building the kingdom of God and doing the works of the ministry wherever you send us oh God so tonight Lord we thank you that we desire the growth, O oh God, that will make us usable in the kingdom of God. So I declare tonight, oh God, in this house of, uh, in this family of faith, of victory faith, oh God, in this house, oh Lord, our God, that there is nobody that does not understand the need to grow and to occupy the space that you have here for them to engage in and to walk in by faith, O oh Lord, our God, without you that we know that it's not by our mind nor by power but by the spirit of the Lord we will be able Father, to walk in the call that each one of us has been called to walk in so tonight by faith oh God we call out of this house pastors, we call out of this house evangelists, we call out of this house prophets we call out of this house oh God administrators, we call out of this house oh Father a people that will take their possessions and begin to be usable for the kingdom of God because they understand the possessions that they occupy in the spiritual realm thank you for reminding us that we are in an urgent hour and the urgency of the hour requires dedication and commitment Lord I pray tonight that this congregation is dedicated to the will of God it is dedicated to the life of holiness It is dedicated to the life of truth, O God, that we are hearing you in the accuracy that you are releasing information into our lives, O God, directing us, even as your word says in Isaiah, that you will hear a voice telling you this is the way. Walk in it, O oh God. We thank you tonight, O oh Father, because you left us with the Holy Spirit to lead us in the path and in the pattern and in the way that we should walk as we build the kingdom of God. Father, thank you that we there are no gaps in this family. In this family of faith, there, there are no gaps because everybody is progressing at the pace that you anticipate for us, O oh God. So we declare our hearts are expectant oh God we are expectant with knowledge we are expectant with wisdom we are expectant with understanding and we are expectant in the fear of the Lord oh God and so, Lord, as we engage in what we are engaging throughout the week and throughout the months and throughout the year ahead of us, oh Lord our God, we are cognizant that we've been called a holy nation, a royal priesthood, a people that is set apart, dedicated for the praise of our God, that we are not intertwined with the world and we are not marrying the world, neither are we toying with the world, oh Lord our Father. Our role in the world is to change the world by the lifestyle that we are role modeling. So we declare in this house oh Lord our God, a holy congregation, a people that are dedicated to carry the mantle of the the word of God and and the preaching of the gospel and the demonstrations of the works of kindness oh God, wherever we find ourselves oh God that we are standing out in our communities and we are standing out in our families and we are standing out in our workplaces and we are standing out in our businesses oh Lord our God because we are carrying out the growth process as you are leading us oh Lord our God we confess there is fruit that has been born in this place oh God we are bearing fruits in our lives. We are bearing fruits of all kinds. We are bearing fruits that remain. We are bearing fruits that are changing the next generation. Because your word to us says, one generation shall load your praise to the next generation. So we weep for the next generation, oh God. But we are not weeping tears of defeat. We are weeping tears of joy, oh God. Because we know the next generation will find a path that we have cleared and made ready for them, O oh God. Because as we carry the mantle of the kingdom of God in our prayer time, in our living the word of God, in our declarations and confessions, in our relationships, role the life of the spirit life, oh God, then the next generation will not have to fight the demons that we have, fight, have to fight with, oh God. So we declare an expansion in this family of faith, in the name of Jesus, we call forth fruit bearing of all manner, Oh Lord our God, because your people are faithful to desire, and they have chosen to be willing and to sacrifice their lives to grow in their lives of spirit, to become strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And tonight, our Father, we thank you for our pastors, uh, wherever they are, oh God, we present them before you. We thank you that they are safe, they are secure, they are strong, they are healed, and we declare in the name of Jesus, they continue to grow in grace and in understanding and in the wisdom of God, that they continue to make the decisions that are godly over this ministry and that as we follow them, oh God, we are backing them up, oh God, willingly in faith. We are a one force that the enemy cannot contend with. So tonight in the name of Jesus, we declare strength upon them, spiritual strength, multiplication of your anointing, revelations of this era, oh God, even in levels and dimensions. They've never walked in before. So we declare in the name of Jesus Jesus, our pastors are strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. We thank you for the projects of this ministry, oh God. This year, there is so much more that we require. We are thanking you for what you have enabled us to accomplish in previous previous years. But then your word will say that ask and receive that your joy may be fulfilled. So we are asking you God for progressive, progressive, progressive accelerated, extended and increased expansion of building the kingdom of God in Living Faith International and Victory Faith Church of oh God. So we declare our ease. We know there is angelic help. Angels of God. We charge you. We send the word with you. Go forth and do all that is required to cause this ministry to have an exponential growth for the praise of our Father. So tonight, oh Lord our God, we declare that as our lives grow, so does this ministry continue to enjoy the benefits of the growth of the life of the Spirit. And we thank you for many lives that we touch, oh God. Many more children we will touch. Many more elderly we will touch. Many more communities we will touch. Many more souls will come to know you this year, oh God. Because as we live the life of the truth, O oh God, then there is no limitation to what our God can do with us, through us, and for us. And we thank you for your word tonight, oh God. We are willing and we will sacrifice whatever it takes to grow our spiritual lives, oh God, to be ready for the catching up of the bride. We see you, oh God. We see you coming and our light, our hearts, oh Lord God, desire that we be ready, oh God. In the hour that you quite catch the bride, oh God, we are set and we are ready. So Father, help us to live the lives that are pleasing and that are bringing you the joy that you demand and require of us. We bless you tonight. In Jesus' name we agree.